You're exiting your shooting star into the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about soul, mission, mindset, and money. Episode number 31, coming to ya. What's happening, Light Tribe? I am Jude Hotep, the Conscious Money Coach, your sacred Sherpa on this wild soul journey. I am, I help women, I help goddess business owners to wildcraft greater revenue with joy and indigenous timeline. And that is what I do in the Conscious Money Creation coaching program. And I wanted to talk to you today about victim consciousness and... What the hell to do about that? What do you do about that? How do you know when you're in it? And what is it all about? And how do you get past it? How do you get through it? So many people have long-term illnesses or got sick at some point in time or had some health issue and then went to deal with it and took some time off and changed their lives around it. Or someone died in their family, um, child perhaps, and went into that grief period and different traumas, different challenges in our lives. And then there is a consciousness that can set in our mindset underneath that. And so then it's all about our adaptations to those traumas, our coping, what we end up doing. Do we process grief? Do we deal with health conditions and our mindset around it as we're going through it? Or does it just seem like this whirlwind thing that's happening and you're dealing with it the best you can and maybe it takes you out of function? And so then you're in a real survival or working to heal type of situation. And then and then there's always the mindset piece underneath it. This podcast is about soul, mission, mindset, money, because when you have any one of the three without the other two, or two of them without all three, then there's going to be a limitation. And if we're not on soul mission, we will run up against closed doors and not understand that it simply means to open different doors, look for where the doors are open. It's not on soul mission. It's not about you, a rejection or a job doesn't work out or you don't get the client or things happen in our work life and our business and deals don't happen and copy doesn't work and things like that right and so that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you that doesn't mean that anything's wrong it just means that there's a different door it's it's really about spirit and that co-creation with you and spirit and that conversation and communion between you and your divine and if you don't have the mindset piece, you will only reach as far as your beliefs allow you to reach. And then when you come up against obstacles, you will reach that ceiling and it will take mindset to get past those. And without the money piece, of course, if you're looking to open a yoga retreat center, you can't do that without money. Or you want to um, do some type of traveling teaching, can't do that without money. If you need to have purchased things for your business, it takes money. And so there's all these three pieces, mission, mindset, money. And always coming from our soul, always working with our divine and, and our connection to spirit. And so with victim consciousness, victim mindset, those thought patterns, that way of thinking, it's, you know, it's definitely going to 
defluence people and not win you friends. <laughs> it's definitely a hard place to be in, especially when you don't have support, you don't know what the hell to do about it, you don't know how to get out of it, or if you're in it and you're working to heal and you're working to to change your mindset and change your belief patterns and thought patterns and to get out of it and it and it pops up and it's there and and it takes a special kind of coach to really work with deep victim consciousness and and to to deal with those patterns and it, it takes deep work on your part and your willingness to change and your willingness to keep facing it and your willingness for it to be challenging and difficult and one of the things is that when people say things or you think a thought in your mind it engages the reticular activating system in the brain and when that engages it's like a rolodex and so it scans all of your past for everything you've said or done um, or that's happened to you to prove that thought true, to give you evidence for that thought being true, and to show you associations and connections and pictures and things in your mind about that thought. And so when there is that victim consciousness Obviously, if your brain is scanning the past to prove your thoughts true and creating evidence for you, it really reinforces that kind of thinking. So there's an entrainment there. Entrainment, it's, it it's means that, that it's harder to get out of it. There, the energy is really like glue. It's like, you know, it's like, um, what the hell is that stuff you're not supposed to step in? Sinking, sinking mud, that's not right. <laughs> what the hell is that? Um, obviously my brain does not remember what that's called. Um, but okay. I'm just going to leave that cause it's super funny. <laughs> Sinking mud. <laughs> quicksand, quicksand. Okay. So quicksand, you know, it's like quicksand and it just keeps you in train and collects more thoughts like it. Like clicks like you've heard that in the manifestation world, right? But what does that really mean? It means that your brain is scanning your past for all of the things like it because it doesn't care what it proves true. It just is going to do its job of proving your thought true, whatever thought you're thinking. And a lot of the thoughts are unconscious. A lot of the thoughts you're digging up if you're working to get through victim consciousness and victim thought patterns. And so that entrainment is really important to understand. It's really important to not put yourself in situations where you're going to collect more thoughts like that and find more evidence just in your natural environment. We always change mindset work with our thoughts and our feelings, right? But we also, when there's a really heavy entrainment to lower emotional states and patterns of thinking, we also want to use everything at our disposal to help ourselves. Don't put yourself around horror films. Don't watch movies that have traumas and things in them that trigger these types of memories about what you've come out of and what you're getting out of and moving towards and growing through you know don't read books with that and then read helpful amazing material read you know listen to podcasts that are uplifting watch funny movies maybe only watch the funny parts of funny movies you know replay funny the funny parts from funny movies on youtube and and other video services and and look for people who want to laugh and and milk the good things, milk the magic, and talk about all the magical, fun things that are going on in life and the synchronicities and the amazing signs and symbols and, and stories and, and sunsets and beauty everywhere. Like people who want to really have those conversations and just milk that magic and milk that fun. People who want to go have fun, go axe throwing, try something new, go horseback riding, walk on the beach, go for walks in nature and have that nature around you. It affects you in a positive way. You want everything that's positive. 
the the reticular activating system in the brain also is like a search engine. And and so it's like a Rolodex searching in your past for everything, but it's also like a search engine where it goes to goes to look around your your environment. It it looks for stories that your brain has been telling about the future and and projecting into the future. It has um, fears about the future. It is looking out to the world and what other people say and do and all your circumstances that are in the world. And it is it is looking for evidence, again, but in these places to prove those thoughts true, to find evidence for those thoughts, to keep that entrainment going. And so it's really important to realize that your brain is not helping you for a long time until you're really replacing these thought patterns with other thought patterns. And it takes time. We have to slow the train down from 100 miles an hour and get it going zero and remove those tracks and put in put a new train on the track. Now, while you're slowing that train down and eventually taking out the track, you can have other new trains going and getting them up to speed and increasing, increasing that speed. Turn the volume up on the good thought patterns and thoughts and do your best to turn the volume down on the old way of thinking and and just be in the habit of catching that thinking. Like literally use techniques and tools. You can use um, literal techniques like, like, you know, to clap or snap or to use a rubber bander. These types of techniques are actual techniques that work to catch, to help yourself use your body because sometimes the thoughts are stronger than the body. So we got to use the body to help us with the thoughts. Use everything at your disposal with victim types of of thought patterns. And I think in life in general, it's probably wise, but, but use everything at your disposal to help you to change that and so use your body to help snap you out of that you can even make a body motion you know maybe you grab your ear or maybe you touch your body in a certain way or or rub your fingers together or you make a hand motion or put your hand on your heart or something to that effect when you're implementing the new thought as a way to tell your body and to engage that thought and get the somatic response going in the body and connecting those two. And that will make that train get up to speed faster. These, the other thing that's really important is that when we're, when, when we're changing these types of patterns and thinking within ourselves and we're doing this deep, deep, steely work of, of changing our belief systems and our mind and our thoughts, we have to really accept where we are and accepting that you might be in victim consciousness or be in really low emotional states on a regular basis or be really in a pattern of negative thinking and you wake up from it sometimes and realize it's been days or hours or and and then and then you almost want to go back to sleep again, right? Because it's almost so sad, right? And then you know, when, or if you just have very strong negative thinking patterns or victim thinking patterns, it's really important to be accepting and loving and compassionate towards yourself and where you're at. You didn't go up to a buffet and said, let me get a helping of this. Yes, I'm choosing this in my life. This is just what came about from involuntary thoughts from 
from living life and going through what you've gone through and now you're at a place where you want to change and grow and evolve and grow your way into greater money and grow your way away from victim thought patterns and so just really loving yourself through this loving yourself where you are loving your brain and not hating your brain for where it's at there's been times in my life where i wanted to scoop my brain out with a spoon like i i was just like enough already like i just could see it but i i it was like I didn't have control over my own brain and I felt limited by my brain itself, which I couldn't, I didn't feel I had agency over. But the agency you have over is to be in process. The agency you have over your brain at this stage is to recognize that this is just a stage. Uh, The agency you have over it is to accept yourself accept your beautiful self where you are love yourself give yourself that compassion really cultivate self-compassion in your body i want you to get super familiar with what self-compassion feels like what does that feel like where is it at in your body for you is it a temperature is it a color does it move around your body is it a glowing kind of warm enjoyable aura around yourself You know, what does that feel like? Can you tap into it and go in and out of it at will? I want that emotion for you to be your new friend that you're getting to know. New friend, you're going on friend dates and you're getting to know them and you're having deep conversations. Get to know self-compassion. What does that feel like? What does self-compassion walk like? What does it talk like? What does it move like? How do you eat when you're being compassionate with yourself? How do you drive when you're being compassionate with yourself? How do you go through your to-do list and the expectations that you have of yourself when you're in self-compassion? And it's also really important to understand that, you know, this is a stage of the process. This does change, but it's not, you know, it's not work that you can do aggressively and just change it overnight. But part of your journey to get there and the strength that you will gain from that is invaluable to your life and to the work you do and to everything you do in your life. And it will have some gifts in it for you. It will have gifts in it for you. And it's not fair that other people have things for, you know, in their lives and that we don't have to contend with and we have difficulties in our lives that they don't have to contend with and we have amazing things in our lives that they don't get and they have amazing things in their life that we don't get and you know it's not fair and that that kind of line of thinking about fairness and how we all live I don't think it's useful at all for us but having a being a human with our brain our brains will go to that thought at times so again self-compassion really looking at the uselessness of that thought and just being honest like you're right brain it's not fair and what your brain is really craving from you is acknowledgement that it is feeling like it's not possible to change this that time is wasting away while you really want to live your real life that you don't even know you're in it sometimes, so how can you change it? These fears and, and scary places around it, right? So it's really important to notice that there's a lot of fear in changing victim thought patterns, a lot of fear around it, because you're changing so much. You're changing an old familiar way of being. You're realizing that where you are, and it's and it can be really hard to look at where you are and accept that, and really you know, differentiating the thought patterns between who you are yourself is so critical because you're not your thoughts. 
some of the thoughts that pop up in our brains have been floating around the earth, you know, for thousands of years. Like you are not your thoughts. You are the soul and the being underneath the brain. There's meditators that sit around meditating, you know, how many, you know, centuries and decades and, and obviously not the one individual probably, (laughs) but, but how many decades do meditators sit around and, and meditate to, to rid the brain of thoughts and to get to a neutral place in their mind and to have equanimity and to to not be craving and to not be to be um, pushing away and and having aversion and and it it is possible to disconnect from your mind and to really choose and to deliberately think and to have a very clear mind but that but that goal doesn't need to give you fear about where you are and it doesn't need to to make where you are any more difficult it's about the process it's about all the gifts along the way and it's about your willingness to do this in your life and how challenging it is like overcoming these challenges the triumph of that you know, the result of doing this is just massive in your life because to overcome such grand difficulty is the equal and equivalent triumph of that and the power and the strength that that gives you. If you look at people who do really deep work and really help and affect other people in other lives, typically they've went through grand challenges that they have overcome because that's how they have the power and strength to do what they do. And that's how they have the empathy and the compassion um, and understanding for other people and where other people are. And so can you just have that for yourself and turn that around on yourself and have that compassion for where you are and let it be a process and really keep thinking about, I right, this is strengthening me and I'm going to grow into my goals from here and always getting the trains of thought patterns and thoughts that you can get up to speed, up to speed, and always bringing yourself back. Use the tools I discussed in this in this episode and really know that you're not alone. There's so many people that deal with this. It's people from every walk of life, from every demographic. You know, don't be fooled by status. Status is really just this fake false illusion and it's really not that fun anyways, I mean, really. Um, and, you know, it's not the meat and the significance and the heart of what life is, what makes life worth it all, what what makes this life the whole point of living. And so it's people everywhere deal with this, and people deal with it in all degrees, too. Some it's a very low-level degree, but it pops up in these odd ways, passive aggressiveness and not wanting to own parts of their life and, and or own their money results and um, or getting clients and don't want to own, you know, that it's not the client that didn't sign. It's what you do and don't do in sales and marketing and and speaking with the client in that call. And, and so it pops up in all thousands of ways. It pops up. So it can really seem 
like you're the only one sometimes if you're really in the thick of a of you know in the trenches of some real victim thought patterns and really working your way out of it some feel like you're alone if you just have some to get rid of here and there doing this work is so powerful it will change your life because when you own everything that's where you have the power to create anything that's where you have the power to not be at the mercy of some external circumstance, person, world event, you are truly with agency over every aspect of your life. You know, Victor Frankl represent. So really, self-compassion, use these tools and know that you're not alone. Everybody has to deal with this in some form or another, whether minor or major. And you can move through this and, and you can change this. I am sending you so much appreciation for listening and I will talk to you next episode. You have been listening to the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about this wild soul journey, mindset, and money. In my coaching program, we take this work deeper, make potent change so that you can create the life you love. If you want to own your goddess, jailbreak your soul, and wildcraft more revenue, head on over to lifecoachjude.com. Come.